Hello and welcome to A Bit Above Podcast. I'm Audra. And I'm Hadassah. And we are two average women living oceans apart. Our show displays a reachable lifestyle where we work to be better versions of ourselves in our day-to-day life. We know that the constant strive for perfection can lead to anxieties and disappointment, so we make changes that enhance our lives without giving up the things we love. Join us each week as we chat about motherhood, positivity, feel-good stories, relationships, and everything in between. Yo, there is some Wi-Fi issues in my house. Girl, there's some electricity issues in mine because it is going to be 100 out with 100% humidity, which means 100% of the people are all using their air conditioners today. Fan, air conditioner, freezer door. I forgot to say good morning. Good morning. I think it's morning for you. No, but it feels like the morning. So this episode we're recording in the morning. It's like 10 o'clock for you and Mm -hmm. it's like... I don't even know, five o'clock in the afternoon for me, but I feel like it's the morning because I barely slept last night. Why hour. didn't you sleep? No reason. Mine would be because it's hot and I have the AC blowing directly on me, I feel like, but it was still warm. When you say hot, like how hot are you talking? 100. New Hampshire gets to 100 degrees. Yeah, it can go over 100 degrees. It's not often, but I mean, every summer you have like a peak time this is way earlier in the season for us to reach 100 usually it's in july mid-july end of july maybe even august but june 30th june 29th june 28th oh in the upper 90s not normal we're actually waiting today for it to break by having a storm roll in which we all want So it breaks the humidity, which has been at 95 to 100% the last three days as well. I mean, it's just unbearable. I went to go water plants yesterday. I was out there 15 minutes. It looked like I, you know, swam in the ocean. It was insane. You specifically have like a very interesting relationship with weather because when it's (laughs) freezing, I mean, you can't get you to stop talking about how cold it is. But when it's hot, (laughs) you would think, okay, girl, it's hot now. You're good. But nope. Mm Mm-mm. New Hampshire, we always say you wait five minutes, the weather will change. It's crazy up here. We go from one extreme to the other. It's not like a gentle ease into one season to another. It's like, nope, today it's snowing. And the next day, we're going to call that 80. Like, you just never know. But this this is not normal. I'm going to say it's not normal. What is your plans today? To stay cool. (laughs) But no, my friend is up from North Carolina. and. We have been house hunting, so hopefully we go look at a house today. But as everyone knows in the housing market, they fly off before anyone even gets to see them. I mean, there was an open house over the weekend, but we were helping her move her stuff into storage. And 10 minutes before the open house started, there were 30 cars lying down the street waiting for the open house to start. 30 cars? Like, what's the chance you would get the house if 30 people are trying for it at the same time? None. None, wow. no chance. People are buying them all cash in anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand over asking price. You have no chance. It's insane. Is it COVID related or I think maybe. I think because COVID has really opened up the capabilities for people working from home, which I love. Do not get me wrong, but it has sent other people from other states who make more money than we do here in our state with minimum wage and whatnot that can just buy these houses with all cash. And we're talking 
hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh my God, who to has a hundred thousand dollar homes? Who has a hundred thousand dollars of cash? Like who has? We don't million have that kind of, of money up here. You might live in a million dollar house and sell it right now for two million, and it will be all cash paid by somebody in another state. So yeah, you can't turn around and buy a house that you sold for the same price because the market's insane and there are no rentals. Your rent for a two bedroom, one bath apartment used to be seven to $900 at the high end for two bedrooms. Most people need three, by the way. Right. But now a two bedroom, one bath is fifteen to $1,600. I have no reference. So I'll just... Wow. I'll say, wow, but I don't even know how much it's supposed to cost. It's doubled. It's normally half that, but because there's so little availability, the prices have skyrocketed. At what age do people buy houses? Because like, when am I going to be an adult enough to buy a house? Oh, that depends on the person. I would say back in the day, you would probably be in your early 20s. Now the millennials, because they're staying home longer, they are not able to live on their own, especially in today's current market. It could be your 30s before you buy your first home. All right. I got like 10 more years, something like that. Maybe less. Maybe more. (laughs) Depends on how your market is in your area, but it depends on what you're looking for too. You only have one kiddo now, so two bedroom would be great. Or third for, you know, studio for, say, you know, podcasting. But uh, if you had like two or three children and you needed all individual bedroom, definitely 30s. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm going to wait. I can't imagine living in one place for the rest of my life. Where I live now, if you told me I was going to be here forever, I would, no way. And just Israel in general, I don't want to live here forever. I mean, that might happen, to be honest, but I don't want to commit to that. So there's not going to be a house anytime soon. (laughs) A house gives you, I guess, the freedom to kind of do what you want, especially if you're able to pay for it outright in cash, not like the rest of us who have mortgages. But uh, it gives you some freedoms. But, you know, unless you have a whole lot of land, you still got neighbors and funny little things that you deal with. It's no big whoop, you know, if you get a house or not. But I would definitely wait and build more money to get a better house. And especially with today's market, I would definitely wait. But Ooh, I should can't save wait. up money for a house. I should. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What a smart idea. I should put away like $10 a month and then save up a million dollars and buy a house in cash. I was like $10 a month. Oh, we're going to have to fix those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you that a $100,000 house at 3% interest over 30 years you're not paying $100,000 for that same house. Yo, I don't know any of those <laughs> words you said. I have no idea what you're saying. It's like another language for me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God. You got plenty of time. Don't don't buy a house anytime soon. <laughs> I do know what a mortgage is. It's like rent, but for buying a house. Yeah. And if you don't put 20% down, you get this lovely thing called PMI, which is principal and interest that you pay in addition to your mortgage. And that gets paid off first. So When you make your monthly mortgage payment, say it's $1,000 for a nice whole number, 800 of it goes to your PMI and like 200 will go to your actual mortgage amount. This is too much. So if you save the 20% to put down, you will save yourself in the long run. And that segues into the next topic. Real estate, I could talk about it forever. No, (laughs) (laughs) don't. Wait, okay, so um, I can't believe we're about to talk about fungus for the third episode in a row, but I have an update on my uh, fungal stuff. 
Don't leave. Oh, Everybody, don't, don't turn this podcast off because it turns out it wasn't a fungal infection. That's a spoiler. But shortly after we recorded the podcast, I started getting like really bad pain in my mouth. And it got so bad Friday night. It was just so much pain. I was crying, literally crying. So we went to the emergency room. And when I say emergency room, I mean this really crappy like clinic that they call an emergency room. It's like imagine if you went to a Walmart to go to the doctor. It kind of feels like that. So we get in and he's checking out my mouth. He was like, oh, that's fungus. And I'm like, I don't think I, like that just seems so weird to have fungus in your mouth. And I know it's common. So, you know, whatever. I told him like, I don't think it's fungus. I think I just have TMJ or like I'm so stressed that I'm biting down so hard in my mouth. And he was like, no, I know what fungus looks like. I've seen it many times. A little reason why is because I have like this white stuff on my cheek. I <laughs> bite my cheeks. Like, I don't know if anyone else in the whole world does this, but I've done it my whole life. Whenever I think, whenever I'm anything, I'm always biting my cheeks. So there's always been like white there but um I left there with fungal cream for my mouth okay and antibiotics and I put that stuff on my mouth like nasty 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 like gross but the best part of it was that there's lidocaine in it and it numbs the area so it like helped a lot whatever fast forward like a day and it was just getting worse and it was so bad and so I went to the doctor and he was like there's no fungus in there like I know what fungus looks like. That's not fungus. And by the way, that's a little bit of a taste of what it's like to live here in Israel. I'm sure it happens in all countries. But my experience with doctors, like 99% of my experiences were going to like six different doctors and everybody saying different things. He told me, okay, just come back in a few days if it doesn't get better. I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you for all the help that you didn't give me. That night, it got so bad. I was, again, crying out of like screaming pain. And so I went to the actual emergency room. Not here in this town because there is no hospital in this town. I had to travel 30, 45 minutes in an ambulance on Friday night. No, on Saturday, Monday night, Sunday night. One of those three dates. I don't know because, oh, another fun fact about this city. And I know you're going to say that you relate to this because it's also like that in your city. But there's no taxis at night. So This is true. So There's no taxis, period. Well, you yeah. just don't have them at night. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. And there they did like um like blood tests like I don't know why they're giving me blood tests for like tooth pain or mouth pain but cool he was he said like it maybe it's like some accessory gland or something I don't dude those are words I don't know I left there with muscle relaxers and anti-inflammatory medication and the next day he sent me to the dentist so I went to the dentist and he did some like x-rays on my mouth it turns out there's like a world war in my mouth when it comes to dental work that needs to get done. So I got like two root canals. Like he only took x-rays on just that side. So like we don't know what's going on on the other side. So this is just an update on one side of my mouth. Root canals. I'll try. I'd never even gotten a filling before. Not to mention how many fillings I also need. But I mean, <laughs> I've been complaining about toothache for months and Audra's been saying, go to the dentist, go to the dentist. And I'm like, nah, whatever. It's fine. I'm scared of the dentist. A lot of us are. We're, you know? Dentists aren't very, I mean, they're friendly. We just don't want them to be our friends. <laughs> it's just such a vulnerable moment because we're literally like laying there and they're in your mouth. I mean, pain is like 
sucks anywhere, but there, there, it's a different pain when it's in your mouth. It's like more vulnerable. You kind of have no choice. I mean, I have a whole separate situation that happened one time with my last dental appointment, and I won't even mention it now to throw them shade, but I was not a half camper when I left. <laughs> they did something that I didn't know that they were going to do that they just on a whim did, and I was not happy. Well, anyways, so in that moment, he took that like water squirter thing. You know what I'm talking about? The Sure. Okay. And he like squirted out that tooth like so much. Literally pieces of the tooth just came out. Like that's how much pressure the water was. And that's how broken that tooth was that there was like a hole that's like huge in my like biggest tooth in my mouth. I mean, I was crying in pain. I acted like a child. Like I was literally like crying because it was, it hurt so much. Like I'm already sensitive in my mouth. When I brush my teeth, like I have to use a Sensoderm, which by the way, I only discovered like a month ago. I wish someone told me about it because that would have saved a lot of teeth brushing because I brush my teeth every day, of course, for sure, <laughs> every single day. Especially with the Sensodyne now. <laughs> now I do, cause I, but before it was just like so sensitive and like, oh my God, crying, crying, crying. Then he puts like this cap in it, like a temporary plug. And I left there like a little bit numb still from like the, what is it called? The an, uh, anesthesia. Yeah, anesthesia. <laughs> That's the word, correct? But then that anesthesia wore off pretty quickly. And within like five minutes, I was screaming in pain. I mean, I wasn't screaming. My teeth was, the pain was screaming. I mean, I was crying though. I was sitting in the waiting room and I was just like crying, crying, crying. And so he had me come back in, put like a lot more anesthesia on this time. And then like reopened that up, redid it. Like, yo, I am traumatized right now. Like, I never want to go back to the dentist, but fun fact, I have to go back again for two root canals. Hey, at least they're on the same side as opposed to being on opposite sides. So if it's like one stop shopping, you can bang both of those out at the same time. You'll be thankful in the end. I promise. How did you find something positive out of that? <laughs> That's the worst story ever. Man, yeah, just I'm always going to find positivity. positivity. <laughs> oh, come on, complain with me. I am traumatized. Okay. Dentists are the scariest things ever. Like, Oh, and you know, fun fact on top of that. Oh my God, I'm supposed to be more positive, but yes, I'm tired. Okay. That day we have a new mask rule here. So now the masks are back. So I was crying all in that time while wearing masks. Okay. So wait, you were like ugly crying, but like they could only see half your face. So, right, so I really looked ugly. cute. Yeah, no, I looked cute. Cause I, all you see is like little teardrops coming out of my eyes, but in the mask, I'm like, <laughs> so now you're like cry pretty. Carrie Underwood? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Wow. You know another country song. Wow. If someone hypothetically had really yellow teeth and, and wanted to get white teeth, how do they go about it? If I brushed my teeth twice a day, every day, will my teeth turn back to white? <laughs> it's all in your genetics. Well, so, I don't want to hear Do you that. know that like <laughs> Europeans? are prone to having more yellow teeth than people in other countries. Oh, so it's fine, It's genetic. Then. Oh, okay. So I don't have to worry about the brushing my teeth twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, no, still do that. Wait, hold up. Still do that. However, on top of that, you can go and have them whitened. There's like at-home kits. Those things are awful. I will say that I did try those once and I don't know why. I think it was like, someone's wedding or something and I just wanted them to look extra pearly white but no <laughs> don't recommend them but people go and have um whatever done bleaching to it 
Yeah, they do what, especially like if they're getting married, the bride goes and has them done or something like that. But I don't know how beneficial it is, but you could ask your dentist and they might even do it there at the office. I'm not sure about where you are, but I know in mine, they do offer it. I will say Mm -hmm. that when I got married, I wanted to whiten my teeth, but then I was pregnant. So it wasn't advised. It was forbidden to whiten my teeth. So cool. Uh, Turns out the wedding was canceled anyway, so I probably didn't need to whiten my teeth. Um, (laughs) I like to squeeze that in wherever I can. Um, (laughs) But I, I mean, I, I feel like, have you ever heard the story of like, I know it was like a kid's book growing up and it was like a Jewish kid's book. So I don't know if you would have heard it, but it's called, it all started with a doormat. It's a story about someone who had like a dirty floor mat. So they bought a new floor mat, but then realized like, oh, the mat is really clean, so I have to go get a new doorknob because the doorknob's all old. So they fix the doorknob, and then they realize, why would I have an, a shiny new doormat and a shiny new doorknob? So you got a whole nother door because it stands out if it's super nice and then super not nice. So then they get a new door, and then all of a sudden they realize that, like, well, the house should be painted if we have this really nice door. So it goes on and on, and all of a sudden, like, the whole house is, has to get redone because... You started off with a doormat and you realize everything else needs to be fixed. So watch me. I go get my teeth whitened. All of a sudden, I'm going to be like, oh, too many blackheads. I'm going to start going to like Cosmo, whatever it is, to get those done. Is it the dermatologist? Yes, that's what I meant. Yes. Dermatologist to go get my skin done. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I can use a little liposuction. There I go getting some of the liposuction. Oh, I would love to get my lips done. So I'm just saying, it's like, I may as well not get, have the, rock the yellow teeth, rock the freckles, rock all of it, you know, F everything else. (laughs) (laughs) I would rock the freckles. I have freckles. They disappear in the winter, but they come out every summer, but there's nothing. I don't care. They're freckles, but, um, teeth whitening. I mean, that's on your own. Like if you can afford it and you want to have it done, do it. If it's not that big of a deal, don't worry about it. Or maybe do one of the at-home treatment things. They at least got better with the at-home ones. Before it was like, you know, like the little brush and you got to paint each tooth and like pray your lips don't touch or then your lips taste like the stuff you put on. It was awful. Audra, do we want to talk about Eddie's walk? Yes, we do. Because something that seemed so small at the beginning and was a quick conversation blew up. I'll let you tell them the story on how it started. It's amazing, people. Okay, so Audra and I have this friend. His name is Eddie, and he's on the radio, (laughs) and he's on the Bobby Bones show. One day they were just doing like a bit. If you ever heard, by the way, if you heard the song, Carrying Your Love With Me by George Strait, they say like, I'm carrying your love with me from West Virginia to Tennessee. So Eddie was like, why would George Strait say West Virginia to Tennessee if it's not so far away? You know, there's songs out there like I will walk 500 miles or like I will walk, uh, whatever. I can't think of more options. <laughs> no, there's like a thousand miles. What is it like? I will every day for you. She thinks I know this song while she's humming it. Oh, that's I, I will I love you song. for a thousand years. Okay. Forget that. Never mind. There's just the song, um, I will walk 500 miles. There's like these huge gestures. But, you know, George Strait says like, oh, I'll go from this town to that town. Oh, that's not so far. So Bobby was like, yo, go walk from, you know, West Virginia to Tennessee. If it's not so far, go do it. So like a few months later, they made a deal. 
if they raise $10,000 to an organization called National Angels, then Eddie will walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. $10,000. That's all they said. Within like, what, five, 10 minutes, they already were at like 50000 Was it that? Like, am I remembering that correctly? I don't remember how quick it jumped, but it jumped significantly. And they definitely went over that 10000 like lickety split. Like it took nothing to come up with $10,000. And that's it? just by like people like you and I calling in and giving donation monies. This was just like a conversation and then they're like 10 grand and like, okay, done. And then it kept going and going. And so then Eddie goes to do the walk. And so now he's doing a live feed. And I think Hadassah, he walked 25 miles per day for four days, starting on Father's Day. Right. Like something like 100 miles total. So I think one day might have been like 17, like, but 100 miles total. Yeah. So it kept escalating and they were giving him updates at one point it reached over a hundred thousand dollars do you want me to tell you how much it is now yeah because that very last well before you tell us the grand total the very last day of his walk we're watching it live he is crossing the border into tennessee he's standing at the sign it's a monumental moment we're all watching live people are donating like mad they crashed the donation site. I know. That's it went down for like an hour. There was like 10,000 people watching it live on Facebook. Probably thousands, hundred thousands, probably more listening live. And well, bottom line is right now they hit $285,439. Amazing. And that's all going back to foster care. National Solving. Angels is the umbrella of this organization. So they're a nonprofit organization that supports the foster care community, the families of foster kids, and they have like different branches of National Angels. So they have one in Nashville, they have one in like Austin, like they have all, I mean, like a lot of them, and they're looking to expand. And we actually are going to have Amanda, who is the, I don't know if you say founder or president or CEO. I'm trying to think of all the cool like director names, but she's the one that started Nashville's Angels. And so I guess we have to ask her like if the where the money kind of goes, but like $285,000 to help foster children is amazing. And also just how amazing it is that he got like recognition for the organization just by doing something that's so amazing. It's mind blowing. And Eddie has two foster children. He has two biological children and he also has two foster children. So this charity is near and dear to his heart. And it's just amazing. That money is going to be able to help out so many kiddos and organizations. It's just fantastic. And 10,000, I mean, maybe they should have started with 100,000 as its goal because it just blew up. When you were saying about Eddie's foster kids, they work with Nashville's Angels also. Like he said that his wife volunteers with them and also like they use Nashville Angels. So whatever. All in all, it was a really awesome experience to be a part of, to witness big things happening. And we just wanted to share that because we feel like our friend did something really cool. What about the fact that George Strait did not respond? Maybe at some point it'll be like the information will be given to George Strait. What do you Strait? mean? You're saying that. It, it has not been given yet. You're, you're saying in a few months after this isn't relevant anymore, it's that he's going to find out about it? Well, maybe there's just a process. Maybe, a process you know, he's waiting to say something about it. For I don't what? know. Waiting have, for what? Has the money been given yet? <laughs> yes. It went straight to the organization. 
I'll say oh. this like, oh, straight. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I'm not saying this to be negative or anything like that, but if you were George Strait and you heard that this unathletic guy was walking a hundred miles because of your song and donating to foster children, wouldn't you show up or at least just tweet about it? I don't know if he runs his own social media, like his, okay, so you know, publication. Like, why didn't they do it? I know. I don't know. I mean, maybe a lot of people do a walk in honor of George Strait's song. Okay, good, or for sure. <laughs> Okay, keep talking. You're going to start walking from West Virginia to Tennessee. Yo, I need to walk from West Virginia to Tennessee because I'm trying to lose weight here. So I I should do, I should walk 100 miles. Girl, I think I sweat as much as I do going up and down this one flight of stairs to the studio. The temperatures we have right now, it makes it look like I walked 100 miles straight. Can you lose weight just from sweating? Yes. Oh my God. You can lose weight sleeping. From sweating? And sleeping. Oh, I am never turning on the air conditioner again. You wouldn't say that if you had 100% humidity like we do right now. You'd be like, no, I need it. You're still sweating and you got the AC on you. Um, but yeah, no, you can. That's why they, when those like athletes work out and you see those like um, silver shiny suits that they wear and you're like, why are they wearing those? It's to help them make them sweat. Oh my God. Oh my God. Look at this. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's a pending member request for our group and so we ask questions in order to vet people out so we can see like what's going on her name is stephanie we ask which show member do you compare yourself with the most she said your mom's like what are you like sassy should we decline her yeah because that doesn't make any sense that's not even like what's wrong with I don't, people i don't even care like i think it would be funny like in general like it's not that it's not that weird like it's oh your mom's like honestly like oh haha when you're 16 that is funny we're a private group, so if if that's the first impression, let's see. I, I wrote, I vote decline. Let's see what the others say. Audra, so we are nearing the end of this week, finally. So glad for it to be over. Like, you can just tell in my voice that I want this week to be over. What do you have coming up this weekend? So we're getting loaded up to do absolutely nothing, but all the tourists like to flock to my state because some of the surrounding states can't have fireworks like the state of Maine. Uh And there's a rolling joke how the people in, you know, Maine stand at the border (laughs) and look over at us, you know, from Portland to Portsmouth. And they're like on one side of the, they're watching us with the fireworks and they're over there hanging onto their sparklers because that's all they're allowed to have is handheld sparklers. I mean, yeah, in New Jersey, we were not allowed to have fireworks, but in in like Pennsylvania, you could. So I totally remember the days of going. Actually, it was one time, so I shouldn't, let's not pretend I'm oh, cool, oh, but the one time I, I did. Story. I have a story real quick. Okay. Because I just went and took a little flight down to North Carolina and then took a very long drive back home. When you said that they don't, uh, New Jersey doesn't let you pump your own gas, and I'd never heard of that before, we had to stop in New Jersey. Oh, where? And we had to wait. Oh, no. Near the George Washington Bridge. So, like, Fort Lee? I made yeah. that up. I don't remember. So, I think so. No, I, that sounds familiar. Fort Lee sounds familiar. Might have drove through it on the early shore. But we stopped at a rest area. And I was like, oh, gosh, there's restrooms. Yay. Okay. That was our game plan. But we had to get diesel for the truck because it's a big moving truck that we were driving. And... We're looking and Corey goes, well, how do I pay? I go, you can't. I go, oh my gosh, we're in New Jersey. You have to wait for the attendant. I kid you not. And this is, I'm not poking fun. I believe everybody at every age should have a job. This little old man comes slowly (laughs) 
<laughs> trickling across the yard. I was like, it's hot. Let's go. I was like, I'll yeah. see you inside because I can't wait here anymore. Yeah, you have to I'm wait. Sweating. Like, whatever it is. If there's like six cars, you just got to wait for them to get yeah, no. the gas. Mm-mm. And so, and this is diesel. So like no one's behind us. We're literally the only ones at the pump, but he had to walk all the way across the parking lot. And I was like, that's the guy that needs to pump your gas. <laughs> or he's like, really? And I says, yes, you can't pump it yourself. And so now we had to put a lot of gas in. It's like a hundred and something dollars each oh time we God. had to fill it up. Let's just say it was a solid 10 minutes before Corey joined us inside. Oh my god! We were now went from the restroom to the food area and we're waiting for our food. (laughs) How was your experience? Like, did you feel like you were catered to that someone else pumped your gas? No, because I ran for the restroom. I had no patience Uh, to wait for that. Yeah, this, by the way, comes from a private conversation Audra and I had off the podcast where she was shocked to learn that in New Jersey, other people like it's illegal to pump your own gas. So in case anyone didn't know that was a thing, it's not in my in my state, they're like, get out and do it yourself. No one's doing that for you. <laughs> I would love it if people pumped my gas. But then do you tip that attendant? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I have to ask my dad. We need to follow up on this. How many states have the you can't pump your own gas law? Here, let's call my <laughs> mom and ask her. And then we'll, then we'll I go. I want to know. That's what she thought of you. She declined my call. <laughs> Maybe she's on the other phone. Maybe she's working. I want to go. <laughs> Check it. Okay. Well, we just want to thank everybody for listening to us say like every random thing we can think of in our head today. <laughs> we went from non-fungus yeah. to non-fireworks. Um, gas. The, yeah. Everything. No gas, no fireworks. Root canals. Everything. Okay. Well, Eddie's walk. Anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening to A Bit Above. We are so happy that people actually want to hear us talk. So, I mean, that will never make us feel any bit but exciting because our families are sick and tired of us talking all the time. So, it's nice that we have people who actually volunteer to hear us talk. That is a miracle. You can follow us wherever you're listening to this right now or subscribe depending on what app you're on. It's a different word depending on where you are. We put out episodes every Thursday, so be sure to look out for them. And honestly, you might be able to like turn on some notification situation. I don't know. You can follow us on social media at a bit above pod or email us at a bit above pod at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.